This episode of the Blue White Podcast is brought to you by Royal Tide Garden. Royal Royal Tide Garden. Royal Royal Tide Garden. We're going to do it right now for you. The whole thing. Mm. Acapella. Mm. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. But what you can do if you want us to never play this song again, go to Royal Tide Garden. Mention the Blue Hawaii Podcast. You get 20, 22, 20, 20% off your entire order. Just mention Blue Hawaii Podcast. Royal Tide Garden. Eva Beach. 96706. Well, Josh. Yes. Today is a day. I've, I've, a Satter day. Yes. I have bad did news. You know, did you know that, that the days of the week were named after the planets? Yes. I did not. But now I do. I have bad news. What? The Dalai Lama has been canceled. Why? In an interview, he said, a female successor, you know, the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. uh, technically it's not just that dude, like, it regenerates every yeah. time, you know, reincarnation and all that. A female successor must be attractive or people won't want to look at her face. Those are the sort of wise insights that the Dalai Lama is, of course, famous for. Uh, that's tough, bro. <laughs> that's real tough. On one hand, that's it's like, like... That's like the new pope being like, next pope better have a big old dick. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody's going to take him seriously. He's <laughs> just better be... Like next, what's the what's the little smoke ball they swing around? The the little incident, the miter, the miter, M I T A R. The like miter that. better not be the only thing swinging in this Vatican. Jesus, We're, please direct your complaints to. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't have any Catholics that listen to us, do we? My mother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aunt Carolyn. Let's do the chop. <laughs> yeah. We often hear holiday meaning white person in a negative connotation, but is a perfectly good word. It means foreign introduced to foreign origin or foreign introduction. So in Hawaiian, anyone or anything that is not native to Hawaii is haole. I'm Leilani Poliahu, ahui ho. Haole. Haole. Haole is a perfectly good word. Folks, welcome to the Blue White Podcast. I'm Ryan Little. I'm Josh Michaels. And we have got today... A sweet treat. A special treat. A sweet treat. I fun, like that. Yeah, fun to eat. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of post-debate uh, analysis yes. of uh, how the Democrats did with our good friend, you know her, you love her. Our uh, friend and your favorite. At Hawaii Delilah on Twitter. Uh, Delilah Astralis herself. We'll get to that in a moment. But first... Winners, losers, grades, all of it. It's going to be great. Just one little quick news item to share with you, Ryan. Yes? You may have heard. What's that? The United States of America defeated host nation... France, two to one. Of course, I heard. On Friday morning at the Women's World Cup. Of course, I heard. And future president Megan Rapino <laughs> scored two of the most important goals in American sports history. Absolutely. And it was just f- killer. It was so good. Pardon my language. And they had uh, the one goal that Tobin Heath scored called yeah. off. Yeah. On a very questionable offsides call. Yeah. Oh, a good friend of ours, Whitney Dewall, on Twitter. What's her What's her handle? That's at Whitney Dewall. W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-D-E-W-A-L-L. You should follow her. Uh, she has obviously good taste in podcasts. She was like, hey guys, you got to talk about Megan Rapino, and here we are. We're going to do it. Especially regarding her comments uh, directed towards the White House. Uh, she kicks butt and screw the White House. Screw the White House. I'm not, I'm, going to, so, I'm not going to the fucking White House. I'm so stoked. And of course, like in America in 2019, yeah. that the first athlete that had the, the gall to say, you know, f*** the White House on like a national stage yeah. was a woman yeah uh like a, a queer woman who's yeah. just like hell yeah i'm like way to lead the charge yeah. well and i love the solidarity in this team is incredible dude they're sticking together 
Ali Krieger, Megan's teammate, says, President Trump is angered by women, quote, he cannot control or grope. And she's 100% correct. Alex Morgan already said she wouldn't go to the White House either. Good. Like, that's that's three of your biggest stars. Good. I mean, the, the team's not going. I mean, Jill Ellis, the head coach, yeah. is a lesbian yeah. herself. Like, there's no way that any team that is... I don't, I don't know if it's majority gay, but certainly a substantial portion of the players are uh, queer or, you know, some somewhere in the queer community on that spectrum. Like, there's no way yeah. that anybody's going. Like, and yeah. no reason they should because Trump is a national disgrace. Yeah. Well, he's actually an international disgrace. That's true. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you guys have been paying attention to the G20 summit, yeah. uh, he was... <laughs> That's my favorite, one of my favorite things ever, because I think he actually thought that this was an effective uh, rebuff of Vladimir Putin. The He's in a one-on-one meeting with Putin and press goes, will you tell Putin not to meddle in our elections? And he goes, don't meddle in our elections, please. Please don't meddle in our elections. And he probably thinks he's going to be like, I was tough with Putin. What a child. He sucks. And then... Uh, oh, one uh, last Megan Rapino note, too, before we before we switch altogether. Back into how sucky Donald Trump yes. is. Yeah, um, give me some more on Pino. Great, great article uh, that came out, ESPN.com, Friday morning. Megan Rapino's greatest heartbreak and hope. Uh, it's about the relationship with her brother, who... Is has, in prison. Has been in and out of prison, yeah. has a lifelong battle with heroin addiction. Yeah. Former... Former white national white supremacist, you know, the guy that got her into soccer. Yeah, had to get all of his swastika tattoos covered up. Now, like, wow. and it opens with him and his his halfway house buddies all watching the World Cup and celebrating, like that celebrating his baby cry. sister. It's that would absolutely epic. make me cry. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Gwendolyn Oxum, special to ESPN. U.S. women's soccer star Megan Rapinoe has experienced heartbreak, but nothing as compared to seeing her older brother Brian Rapinoe struggle with drug addiction and life in and out of prison. It's a great article. You should read it. I read her entire Wikipedia page yesterday yeah. and followed all the links because I, I wanted to know. I would 100% vote for her against Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's not 35, though. She won't be 35 in time, but... She's okay. just, she just seems like... Yeah. What a leader. Yeah. What an absolute stud. The, the women are doing so well. They're even inspiring the men not to completely screw up. <laughs> uh, we won We won our group in the in the opening round of the Gold Cup. We're I advancing to the good. knockout rounds. Yeah, cool. You know, we avenged our uh, failure to qualify for the World Cup by beating Trinidad and Tobago, the team that knocked us out. One of the best things that Rapino, I saw... Rapino, but we've got the Rapino momentum. One of the things that I've seen that has been uh, the most exciting to me yeah. has been how many people on Twitter have said, like, Megan Rapino, you're an inspiration to my daughter. Like, yeah. people will be, like, shouting her out. And then you'll see, like, an endless number of people under it being, like, and to my little boy. Yeah. And, like, you've got, for the first time that I can ever remember. Women superheroes. You, you've like got literal women athletics. You've superheroes. got yeah. little boys who are wanting female athletes jerseys. Well, this is just the Democrats, you know, the gender conspiracy, uh, the fact that, you know, the Democrats refuse to acknowledge that there are only two genders uh, and just the sheer perversion of the LGBT community, the way that <laughs> they have corrupted our youth is into thinking that just it, because you like a certain downstairs equipment, you're not an awful person. Yeah. Or that like, the fact that you know, rather than rather than tend to their tend to their husbands and to their children, women should be playing professional sports <laughs> and running around showing their knees and their elbows. I mean, where are we as a nation? Fortunately, they're not showing their ankles. They got those covered up by those skin tight socks, which are in and of themselves a certain type of sin. But, uh, ladies and gracious. gentlemen, uh, pray for our nation. Pray for our nation. Thoughts Thank and prayers. Thankfully, our, our 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 glorious president Donald Trump, our supreme leader. We can say Merry Christmas again. Who said today? that he would love to take a visit 
to North Korea while he's in Asia. Oh, can just, I just just to meet I, I Kim Jong Un? I just want to see my boy Kim Jong. He said he wants to meet him at the DMZ my and boy shake Jong-un. his hand. Oh, Jong Un, it's so great to see you. Oh. Like you want to shake his hand? I just want to, you know. I, and then apparently he also said this morning the North Korea South Korea border. Now that's a border. No one gets through there. It's like, do you mean the DMZ? You he crazy? Wants us, he wants us to have a DMZ with Mexico. It's insane. Anyways, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the people who are vying to replace the insanity in the White that House crazy, in just a moment. Crazy man. More in a moment doing debate and analysis with Blue Hoy podcast and Hoy Delilah in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show, everybody. As promised, we are thrilled to be joined via Skype from Maui, our best friend in the whole wide world and resident <laughs> Democratic expert at Hawaii Delilah, your favorite. Follow her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram for brilliant uh, insight and observation. Delilah Astralis. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, how are you guys doing? Aloha from Maui. Aloha from Oahu. Aloha. <laughs> uh, so, so it's been a very boring yeah. Uneventful week. Nothing's happened politically. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Sure. <laughs> uh, we we wanted to, as you know, we we were explaining to our listeners prior to the break a moment ago that we wanted to bring you in as somebody who is uh, a voice in Hawaii politics and somebody who pays attention at the national level as well. Um, we wanted to bring you in and and have some you know post game analysis yeah. on what happened this week at the debates. Plus, everybody already knows what we think anyway. Yeah, so, right. There you go. So, there you go. Exactly. Uh, I think broadly speaking, uh, you know, we can probably pretty much all agree that MSNBC really dropped the ball technically. Sure. Uh, they couldn't get oh. their mics right. <laughs> cable news. Yeah. Cable news. Uh, it's just it's all it's all a bit on the nose. It, it was yeah. what was crazy about it is you know. You, they can't. They like even the volumes weren't level for between and among the candidates. I'm like, we we have a <laughs> podcast that does not have close to the funding. Maybe you shouldn't try to cram ten people at a time on stage for one word answers. Yeah, I know. Whose idea was it to put two groups of like ten egocentric politicians vying for the most uh, important job in the entire world together and hoping that you're going to be able to get yeah. any sort of meaningful uh, uh, coverage uh, out of that? I I think that they did manage to at least get some, you know, everybody had a voice to a certain degree. That was unless you were Andrew Yang and they said that, you know, his audio was off at certain times. Oh my God. So you do, do, yeah, so you do get technical problems with that wide array of people because you have so many more factors that you need to control. Oh yeah. What, did you enjoy uh, night one or night two more? Maybe enjoy is the wrong, maybe, were were you less, uh, were you less depressed by night one or night two? (laughs) I was less depressed by night one. Okay. And I'll say why. It's basically because um, I think that there was a substantive discussion of issues on um, on on night one and maybe it's the the nerd in me the political nerd in me really appreciated that uh, and I also you know I I've been saying throughout that I I do believe that Castro is one of the most underrated um, people running and I'm so glad that he had his moment and so it was a breakout moment for him and so for me it was kind of inspiring and um, substantive um, night two certainly had more um, fireworks. Explosion, fireworks and yeah. explosions, which, you know, if you like political drama, um, it, it certainly has that to it. But I think that there are, um, there are other aspects that, you know, as I've had time to digest it, are a little bit, you know, I, I have more ambivalence, I suppose I would say. Sure. Uh, well, let's, let's talk winners and losers. Who is you guys' biggest winner from the first night of the debates? Well, um, and from my point of view, you know, I think Warren on substance 
um, definitely came out ahead. You know, she's she's one of the front runners. She's mm-hmm. in the top three, and her standing has probably been. Um, if not maintained, certainly elevated because she did a good job there. And I think when you say winner, like as I said before, I think that, and this is not news, a lot of people agree with this as well, Castro had his breakout moment, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So I think there, I think I would consider him the winner, if you will. Yeah, I think... So that was that was for night one. Yeah. What was really interesting too is, is on night one, and uh, nobody went after Elizabeth Warren. So you would think, right, like, right. you know, you if, come if, at the queen, you best right, not if miss. Bi- if Biden had been on the stage that one, they all would have gone after him. But she, right. she, she, I think, really is, was able to establish herself as a serious contender, like who should be considered, if not the front runner. Like she is right. in the mix, and right. a lot of people are yeah. a lot of people are banking up. Well, I might need to, I might need her to give me a job. I can't too, I can't be too mean to her. So I, yeah. I've got a yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good point, Josh. Yeah. Really good point. So yeah. I've got Julian Castro as the, as the biggest winner. Yeah. Um, oh, right. of course, of Everybody, course. Uh, right wing outrage Twitter blew up about like his, uh, you know, trying to what was I, 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 section thirteen twenty five. Yeah. Section section thirteen twenty five yeah. exactly. Basically, exactly. but also like trans people have uteruses too. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who knew? Uh, I know. I, I thought Julian Castro. He has to be the winner because everybody keeps talking about him yeah. as being the winner. But I truthfully did not. I wasn't wowed. I mean, even his thirteen twenty five answer, I thought was, I thought it was a a really good answer that he didn't explain very well. I also thought Elizabeth Warren is probably got to be one of the biggest winners from night one, mm-hmm. purely because you know, as Delilah was saying, like her whole goal at this point is don't let anybody get a glove on her, yeah. and she did exactly right. that. Uh, what about Cory right. Booker night one? What do you guys think? Because I keep hearing people say that he did a good job and he elevated himself a little bit. But I I don't think he had any memorable moments. I don't think he came off as particularly... No, but he didn't uh, go down in flames like Beto kind of did. Yeah. Or he, so he's well, still... Oh, he, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish, finish. So he... Yeah, I think like... It's definitely a PR win because uh, right, people are safe, talking about it. A safe perfor- like a safe performance, you know, he didn't... You know, first do no harm is the is the rule, especially in this big a field. Like, sure. He is... He is he's maintaining himself clearly as you know not one of the not one of the lead front runners but he's definitely maintaining himself in the top tier pack that uh, so, as people as people I mean, start he's, to peel he's, away. Some, he's definitely above like delaney oh sure and as yeah. as as a lot of people start yeah. to peel away cory booker you know will be will be decidedly still in the mix for a while what about I had, uh, um i had some thoughts about booker that i yeah. don't i wouldn't mind mentioning yeah, so i um it. i there are three things i wanted to mention there were first of all he didn't miss a moment to remind you continuously that he lives in the inner city yeah that's <laughs> true and, um, which i which is great because actually he was he was able to usefully um sort of uh uh, parlay that into some commentary on gun violence, yeah. which I think was was probably his most powerful moment. I agree. There was also, um, you know, the humorous moment on his face when the cap when the camera captured it yeah. after um, when Beto broke out into um, into Spanish <laughs> and he was like. What are we doing? Uh, this that, that uh, little, really doing this? this? Felt a little Tim Kane to is me. This happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought that was humorous. Avantar, la. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great, but then I I will say I do have. Am I allowed to make critical comments? Yes, but we're gonna get that to uh, that in the losers ex- portion exclusively. That's, wait, that's gonna be in the losers portion because we do have a losers okay. portion. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll cover it then because I do have an observation about Booker. A critical observation um, or a critical observation yes. of Booker. 
Yeah, a critical observation okay. of something that he said. So we can cover it then. Okay, okay. night one losers. Wait, hold on. No, no, night I've got, one I've losers. Got two, you, I've got two more winners. Who, who are you? Okay, let's keep, let's okay. keep doing all right, winners. All right, all right. Let's I know, I know, I know. positive. This is... Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Well, I'm going to give them grades at the end. I'm going to give them a report okay. card and you'll see how... You're basically like Chris Eliza. Yeah, absolutely. Except so more... Chris Eliza, except with good takes. Yeah. Night one um, winner, I, I have to give a little bit of credit to Tulsi for eating Tim Ryan's lunch. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What about... You uh, know, and... And I hate saying that yeah. because, you know, I'm not, she's not my favorite person or anything like that. But I think that um, uh, that if you're aspiring to be commander in chief yeah. and you don't get facts right, um, I, I think that he gave Tulsi the gift of gravitas yeah. in that moment. Yeah. I, okay, so I'm going to give you guys two more kind of controversial winners okay. from night okay. one. First, Donald Trump. Bill de Blasio. Oh yeah, okay. I think I, I, here's the thing. Oh, but his his answers were genuine and they were thoughtful, and he was yeah. really actually very excited to tear into Trump. Now, I will also say I think he benefited from the large field as uh, because yes. of, the because biggest, of, loudest New Yorker and as like you know well, the biggest brashest and, person and in the, <laughs> on the stage, and the easy. fact that nobody was able to ask him like because it was the field was so large, you weren't inquiring as to people's uh, records. The only person who got a question about their past record, as I can recall, is Joe Biden. And, right. and that's on either night. Yeah. But like yeah. the easiest question for Bill de Blasio is, if you're a good candidate for president, why does everyone in New York hate you? Yeah. Right, uh, right. Oh, exactly. and then of course the next, the very next day in Miami, he busts out his Che quote, like, hasta la vida. Oh, I know, and then of exactly. And then the former, the, you know, his wife was in the Combahee River Collective. This guy was a former like pro-communist in Central America. And now is now is trying to pretend like, well, I didn't realize that was a Che quote. Yeah, like, you no, know he knew. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out Just of here. Just be who you are, bro. Yeah, uh, like, politics. Exactly. Like, uh, Let me give you guys Shameful. one more one more Shameful. winner right. from uh, one more winner from night one. Amy Klobuchar. She didn't. She, I think uh, she, she didn't hit anybody. She came away looking pragmatic and centrist, which is, I think, exactly what she's going for. Yeah. I think she's going to make a really good candidate for the 2004 presidential election. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. Th that would be I the era of Minnesota nice. That that's I think that's exactly on point. To be quite honest, I I often find myself tuning out when Klobuchar talks because she bores me. Yeah. But I can I can set that aside and intellectually appreciate the fact that she did a solid performance. And you're right, she'd be the perfect candidate in 2004. I I have one more winner yes. that I would like to mention. Oh, please do it. I think Inslee was um was was the first guy to say the words unions. Oh and, yeah. Um, and I think you know when when he went into it, people thought that you know he's the climate change right. guy. Like he's gonna um, be a great EPA administrator, but I don't know about president. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what he showed is that you know he he's a full spectrum candidate on a lot of issues, yeah. and so um and so I thought that you know I really was impressed by the fact that he said the word union and yeah. was an advocate for unions. So that's another you know I I know if that's necessarily a winner, but I appreciated the moment if if you will. Well, let's talk losers from night one. Yeah. I'll go first. Biggest loser. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's unanimous. He's been flagging yeah. for weeks. And I don't think this debate did anything to change that. And if we come together and just focus on things that help us come together, then there's really but nothing. I, I feel that, like, though, your energy is too high for how... I mean, he looked miserable. 
his like Los estudiantes de la, <laughs> la historia de Desesteros Unidos. la biblioteca? Uh, Nosotros. Zero substance, yeah. zero specifics, just a bunch of like feel good, rah-rah BS. And should, I think that he really... He should run against John Cornyn. Well, the thing is, yeah, I think it works when you're running you know, mano a mano against the most hated senator in the country. Exactly. Yeah. But it's right. not going to get right. you through a primary. No, especially, and, especially when... Pete is Not just a, a better version of Beto exactly. and the new uh, the new more interesting guy. And here's with, the other thing. The white Obama going for the white Obama effect. What it, what hit me when I was thinking about this is yeah. I bet that Beto realized this and then thought to him and that's why it took so long for him to decide if he was going to run for president or not. I think he was like who am I really when it stacks up to all these people? Yeah. And I think potentially his his advisors were like, "Look, man, you can't be Ted Cruz's foil." in this primary you're gonna have to be Beto O'Rourke and who is that and I don't think he really knew and I think that came across yeah. I think he's out think in three months he's like I'm just so charismatic why is nobody picking up on my charisma it's hard to be charismatic in a field of 10 yeah sorry I think, Go ahead, you're, I think you're hit yeah I think you're hitting on something Ryan there that's true although it's sort of a contrast with his infamous comment I was born for this yes true and then what what you see on the stage what actually came through was yeah maybe not so much yeah. you know um, that being said, I did hear that he was quite nervous about the debates. And if you watch the debate, going back to the debates that he had with Cruz, he wasn't actually fabulous even then. Mm. And so I'm not sure that debating is necessarily his forte. That's a good point. Um, That's fair. I, yeah. His forte is yeah. like big moments on the campaign trail where he's, you know, whipping people up, whipping people up and then getting, yeah. getting money. I, yeah. I also think it's a master class in showing that, you know, what you can do at a statewide level with a statewide audience doesn't necessarily translate when you're trying to go for the big leaves elites no. on a national, but, let's say international stage, but, oh, you know, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't always work. Well, if there's still time for him to, you know, get into the Cornyn rate, well, Cornyn has got a very interesting primary challenger too already. So hopefully he can just be a yes. very effective yeah. Texas surrogate, if nothing else. What about right, uh, exactly. next loser. biggest loser, John Delaney? Laughing stock of the oh, entire yes. debate. Literally everyone yes. was like, who the hell is yes. that guy? The 2020 Lincoln yes. Chafee. Yeah, he was, oh, he did so bad. Uh, glad we're all in oh. agreement there. Uh, yes. What about, uh, I, I, go ahead. He, he, it's not just that he was sort of obnoxious too. Yeah. You know, he had this obnoxiousness, not just with the interrupting, Smarmy. but with, uh, yeah, kind of you know, mm -hmm. condescending. Exactly. There's something about him that comes across that, you know, that, uh, you know, that just, you just have this yuck feel. So no. I just have a hard no on him. Uh, okay, next biggest loser in my mind, Tulsi Gabbard. She yeah, seemed well, incredibly robotic and unprepared. Except when uh, she, except when she got to it, point out that Al Qaeda is not the same as the Taliban. It was like in like right, that's her exactly. defining moment is being like that being is like, well, technically the Al technically <laughs> the Taliban was harboring yeah. Al Qaeda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I was I just had a thought about you know the whole the whole time with Tulsi. It's just it's you know growing up here, my whole experience, everything. You know, Obama obviously, but. Every Hawaii sports team, you know, like Little League World Series, uh, Max Holloway, Benny Agbayani, like the U.S. Things that we export. Yeah. Anytime right. a Hawaii person does something big on the main, like people lose their minds. Like, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Are you seeing this? With Tulsi, it's like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, it's kind of like Mariah Carey. Like, I don't know her. You say Mariah Carey? Yeah. No, you know the Mariah Carey gif? Like, I don't know her. Oh, I yes, thought you meant Mariah Carey yes. was from here. I was like, <laughs> no, Mariah what? Carey is definitely yes. not okay. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. it's funny how... I agree. Yeah, yeah. people here do not support Tulsi. No, because we, we were familiar with like, ah, I don't think she's... Well, I feel like what sealed her fate in, in this debate... I mean, she's obviously not really running for president, right? Like, she's not running, but she's running for like Secretary of Defense or 
because the Russians are giving her money, whatever. Um, but it's like right. her first question <laughs> was about income inequality. And she was like, mm-hmm. well, when I joined the military and it's just like, well, that exactly. no one asked about that, Tulsi. Like, yeah. what are you like? We get it. You do war. Her interview, her sp- her interview. She went right to the spin room, and supposedly her first interview, I think, was with Breitbart. Yeah, after the- and so yeah, that's the was. other thing is yeah. was. she was that's she was named the loser. winner by Drudge Report and Breitbart, which is like you're done. Red flag, red flag, red yeah, flag. You're done. I mean, yeah. she's she's running in the wrong in the wrong primary. Agreed. You know, I, it's it's really problematic, and yeah. I do think that you know at the same time when you say like she's 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 also at the same time kind of neglecting everything here in Hawaii while oh, she's completely. you know um, while she's running for president. It, she's got so, that tiger yeah. on her tail. <laughs> yeah, uh, and quote, it shows. To quote Kai yeah. Kelly, yeah, uh, a f- tiger on her tail. F- tiger on her tail, which we clarified yeah. last episode does not mean what some yeah. people don't think it means. Yeah, Jaren, uh, I'll do a, I'll I'll do a little. Show Shout out for Kai, who's my friend. You know, he's yeah. a, he's he, he's solid, yeah. and he's you know he does have the same sort of military credentials. Perhaps even more impressive. I encourage you to go to his website, and you'll see that. But in addition to his military c- credentials, you know, he shows up for the votes. Yeah, he shows up. He talks to his constituents. He's 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 in the field. Yeah. So I'm you know, he's him. my guy. Yeah, I'm not worried yeah. about like yeah. one day Kai Kahele is you know is meeting with uh, Bashar al-Assad. Yeah. Exactly. Or exactly. like, oh, he's Not in the Hague. Confused. He's in the Hague no. meeting with Omar Al Bashir, giving him advice. Like, no, yeah, exactly. Next, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Next biggest loser, uh, Jay Inslee. In my mind, I thought he looked good, but he kind of looked <laughs> mm-hmm. lost. And mm-hmm. if we're being honest, no one wasted their moment more than him. The climate change candidate, the guy whose first, second, and third priorities on his website are climate change, when yeah. asked. What was the United States' biggest geopolitical threat? He responds, China. China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. China. Oh, Jay. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I can't disagree with that. EPA. That's right. EPA uh, secretary seems to be yeah. his ceiling right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. he did he did do a lot of good stuff in Washington. All right. Here's my other one. Biggest loser, Tim Ryan. Oh, yeah. Didn't appear to be believable. <laughs> He also looked yes. so angry, like your mom's new boyfriend who angrily tells you that you don't need to go to college because his uncle didn't. And look at him. He's got a timeshare in San Antonio, like uh. just super angry. <laughs> like he. I, yeah. Tim, right. He did what? not appear to be competent. He did not appear to be somebody who I would want to lead the country. And he's just his eyes well, were so intense. But those work. those, you know, those blue collar workers, well, man, the, those what do you call yeah. it. Uh, and those uh, the working class. Yeah. Oh Dog yeah! Whistle. In addition to that, he he did manage to trash the coastal elites and the I don't know elite. I, I can't remember. So literally everybody, the literally the only people watching Ohio people. Yeah, yeah. Ex- literally yeah. everybody yeah. who does not live in Ohio. He will win Ohio though. Pretty, he would win yeah. Ohio. Well, maybe he should run good. for Senate. <laughs> yes, uh, maybe he should run for Senate in Ohio instead because against, you know, yeah, against yeah. Rob Portman. It, and 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 again, going back to the point that I made before, w- the moment in which he gave Tulsi a boost yeah. is because of his particular mistake. And the fact of the matter is that if you're aspiring to be commander in chief, you cannot make those kinds of mistakes. Unless you're Donald Trump. Unless you're Donald and Trump. And then nothing exactly. matters. Okay. So and nothing matters. So, uh, and nothing does matter. So what was your so your booker your booker criticism? Yeah, booker criticism. Oh yeah. Well, this is yeah. This is a bit more um, substantive in the sense that when he was when when the question was asked about um, whether uh, who would reinstate the Iran nuclear deal, the JCPOA, oh, yeah. 
um, everybody raised their hands except for Booker. Mm. I thought that was that was an easy layup, and the yeah. fact that he missed it is a problem. He's trying to get but back continue- in Rabbi Shmuley's good graces. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, but but continuing it, right? So then he was when he was actually articulating why he did not raise his hand. He laid out the the um, challenge with Iran, which was just fine. You yeah. know, he said all the things you're supposed to say. Yeah. But his insistence on saying that he does not want to hold to reinstating the JCPOA, um, but could negotiate a better one. One, good luck. Is actually, it's actually the, it's reminiscent of Trump. It's saying, the rhetoric, yeah. it's the rhetoric of Trump. We're gonna get it's a better deal. Argument, yeah, it's the argument of Trump. Trump. It's Trump's very justification for trashing the JCPOA, and I think that's a problem. I really Bingo. do. I, I take, I agree. I take offense to that. It's a problem for me. Yeah. And uh, although I, overall, I obviously would vote for him if he's the, nom- the nominee. That's a big issue. I agree, and I, I think, although I will say though, I have a lot more confidence. In Cory Booker's ability yeah. to renegotiate with Iran than and I do Donald Trump's. Donald Trump's. Um, my thing, my thing with, I agree. Yeah, my thing agreed, with Cory Booker agreed. is, um, you know, like, like policy-wise, policy chops-wise, like, occasionally, like, quite frequently, a little too like generic, fuzzy, yeah. centrist chill for me. But I feel like, as far as just like good dudes with big hearts, yeah, like, he's a good dude. Yeah. We need the world could yeah. use more good dudes with big hearts, even even if their even if their politics are not perfect. Yeah. I, completely I agree. agree. I I mean I like him a lot yeah, as a he's you know, a very likable man. Great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, that's my only that's my that's, that's a very my fair critique very fair yeah. critique. So my my last two losers yeah. from night one yeah. are Amy Klobuchar and Bill de Blasio because Did you give them both didn't you give de Blasio a winner too? Yeah, yeah. He's winner and a loser. Yeah, yeah because I yeah. when this, I was writing up my is, thoughts. This is the kind of sophisticated nuance you can only get on the Blue White yeah, Podcast. Was, well, it's <laughs> no, because I'm I'm sitting here writing up my thoughts yeah. thinking about like who are the biggest winners and losers from the night? Yeah. And I was going in through winners and then I wrote about Bill Bill de Blasio and Amy Klobuchar. And by the time I got to losers, I forgot that they were had been in the debate. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay. uh, yeah. they probably don't It's deserve. okay because like obviously, you know, only one of these people is gonna be president. It's true. All right. So yeah. let's right, right. let's do uh let's run back through these rapid fire. Yes. Uh, let's give grades out. Okay. Julian Castro, what are you giving them? A A minus. B plus. So we're all kind of in the same yeah. area. Okay. Uh, okay. Elizabeth Warren, what do you give her? A. A, maybe A plus. I mean, she did everything she was supposed to do. I give her a B plus as well. Uh, Co- oh, B plus. Corey Booker, what do you guys give him? Yeah. Solid B. Yeah, solid B. B minus for me. Okay. Uh, Bill okay. de Blasio. Hmm. Wow. I got C plus. Okay, I'll go That's with fair. that. I will yeah. co-sign the C plus. Yeah, I, I will can, co-sign I the C plus. Klobuchar. Yeah. C. C plus as well. C plus, I guess. C plus yeah, for me B. as well. Yeah. All right. Beto O'Rourke, what do you guys give him? D minus. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I give him an F minus. Woo, I uh, didn't know they had F minus. Yeah. I give John Delaney, yeah. uh, I give him a D and F or did not finish. I give Delaney an F because um, I, although Beto did not do well and yeah. maybe the loser of yeah. the debate, I will say that, you know, I didn't come across feeling like um, hatred. <laughs> You're not feeling the, the Delaney momentum? We're not capturing the Delaney momentum? With Delaney, I feel yuck, yeah. you know, so, so I give him a solid F. I'll give him a D minus as well because I, I don't feel quite as visceral as Delilah, but I get where she's coming from. What about uh, Tulsi Gabbard? Not a D minus. I would give her a D plus. Yeah, D plus is, sounds good. I give her a That's, Q because she's now part of the Trump drudge Breitbart world. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Whatever perfect. the Russian translation for a useful idiot is. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Jay Inslee, what do you guys give him? B minus. C. C minus. I, I give him a C. Yeah, I give him a C. I got C minus. You, you, I was watching, Stephen Colbert had a funny. Uh, there was a funny. There was a funny moment. Uh, I can't remember which. I can't remember which female candidate was talking, but Jay Inslee basically interrupted the female candidate to talk about the importance of protecting abortion and like reproductive oh. health. And Stephen Colbert's show was oh, basically yes. like, "Thank you yeah. for interrupt, uh, interrupting women to talk about how much you will protect women." Yeah. Like it's like okay, yep. guy. Yep. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Tim Ryan, what do you guys give him? C minus. Tim Ryan. Yeah, C minus. I give him a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, <there. laughs> uh, I don't know. The plant closed. and you know, <laughs> Exactly. <it's hard. laughs> um, all right. Let's do winners from night two. Yes. Uh, everybody's biggest winner. Can we all head and go ahead and just agree? Kamala Ant- Harris. Anti-Kamala. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. What do you guys give yeah. her? A-, a plus. D? I give her an A. I give her an A as well. I was going to give her an A plus until the very next day. Uh, she was yeah, walking back gonna, answers about we, about we, Medicare oh, if for we're all. Including, if we're including follow-up, then revise Bill de Blasio yeah. to F for me. Because, to F? Because yeah. the pretending you don't know that's Che. Just f***ing own it, man. Oh. I, I kind of agree with... I, I kind of agree with Josh Like, he knows it's one. like... Like, that to me is even more shameful than, oh, I misheard the question. The reason why... The reason why I think it's less impactful for de Blasio is because yeah. he's, a, he's a more minor candidate. Whereas right, I'm like, exactly. more, more people are going to, yeah. the, the, the thing about Kamala, well, that, by, by the general election, by the general election, wh- however she gets there by the general election, her position will be, I do not want to abolish private insurance. Exactly. That's the stretch too well, far and, for the nominee and, right and now. And so I think, I think what, what sucks is she said she misunderstood the question, but that's totally BS. She like, she it certainly is. understood the question. No, this happened the first time it, she endorsed it, the Bernie a, bill. This and, ha- she had exactly. this exact same Well, and hell, they asked the same question the night before. Was like was she yeah. not watching yeah, the debate the night weak. before? That was, was really bad. like what I think she I, re- I, what I think she yeah. really understood was that tens of millions of people would be watching when she raised her hand in support of Medicare for all and would see it, yeah. but that not enough people would would care to yeah. dig in and see did she hold that no, position this later won't be, on? I mean, this one, anybody for anybody whom by October twenty twenty, if anybody for whom this is a controversy, they weren't voting Democratic anyway. Well, and what I think I right. think that this I think that that that. Uh, put forward and then immediately retract her position. I think it's intended purely to take votes away from Bernie and Liz and wound their campaigns. She's trying to see people who are, you know, just sort of bandwagon uh, socialists. Yeah. She's right. trying to get those right. votes so that, you know, Bernie and they, people see that they vote for her in the primaries, yeah. Bernie and Liz get crowded yeah. out and yeah. then she can immediately I, pivot towards something more centrist in the general. Yeah. But she, I think, that, yeah. I think that that's right. But I think, I also think that, Again, I I am bothered by the fact that this is not a new question for yeah. her. It's it, it's something that she should be more have more clarity on, and um, it keeps coming up over and over. Yeah, and it's, it's not going to go this, away. It's on this specific issue. Yeah, so, which is why. Yeah. yeah. My um, conspiracy theory on Kamala yeah. is that big money told her they'd anoint her the nominee if she could deliver the coup de grace to Biden, and I think <laughs> that's why she went after Dude, him so hard. That was, I mean, that was what, a, what yeah. a moment. I mean, I think that's. It was the biggest moment of either night. Like yeah. the yeah. the yeah. you know why did you oppose busing and yeah. then Joe Biden sticking to his guns? It's yeah. like, but I I did I did like the uh, I didn't become a prosecutor. I became a public defender. Like obviously like right. it's he's you know it's it doesn't look great trying to clap back, but like yeah. it's true. Like like don't yes, forget exactly. she does not have a great record. It's true. Uh, yeah. And I yeah. I'm still you know I'm I I definitely it definitely moved her into the realm of possible candidates for me but I'm still wary about you know a lot of how she would exercise the power of the state is 
I'm not so much worried not, about that. Not compared that. to Donald Trump and the Republicans. No. Like, I'll take her eight ways till Sunday. But like, compared right, to right. compared to a Liz Warren, for sure. example, yeah, she I, would be a little more frisky on some things that I would like. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, that, I'm, sorry, that was a weird adjective. You want to you want to redo that? I one? Would, no, no, leave it in. <laughs> okay. Leave it in. The power of radio, <laughs> listeners. I will admit to you, unlike Ryan, I will admit to you when I make mistakes. <laughs> oh, I edited them out quick. No, um, and the other thing I really liked, come on, you know. And zingers in, and not the food fight thing. That was that was funny, but uh, you know, good lines in a June 2019 debate are not going to matter. No, but, right, but exactly. She, she's exactly goddamn right. Why are Democrats the only ones who ever have to explain how they want to pay for stuff? Exactly. But if you're going to yes. give, if you're yeah. going to drop two trillion on the richest portion of America, well, I can tell you yeah. why. Because the the richest portion of America, the the myth is that if you cut taxes, right. then it pays for itself. And also, all those guys own our shareholders in all the cable channels, and no, they're saying, don't ask, that's, don't, that's don't exactly question our bosses. It. Yeah, the bottom line. That that that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever want to hear about how you're going to pay for no. it after that that horrendous tax scam. Yeah. That was, you know, the biggest trend transfer of wealth Bingo. from vulgarly wealthy Bingo. to working people. Yeah. Never. Other, I don't want to yeah. ever hear it and I don't want to hear a Democrat have to de- defend it. And the other thing too, exactly to your point, uh, after the after the way we're not even pretending anymore, Mitch McConnell from Merrick Garland on, I never want to hear the phrase like these activist liberal judges yeah. politicizing the judiciary. Like, good Yeah, that Lord. we can just, yeah, just... Cats out of the bag. Trash that to the garbage heap forever, yeah. forever after this. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's, let's continue let's on. Uh, next biggest winner from night two. Who do you guys have? Hmm. I've got Pete Buttigieg. I think he came off as incredibly competent, which is very yeah. on brand this for him. Is his, this is his real national debut he, other than being a fic- person of interest. Exactly. Generally. I think he showed the world why he's gained so much momentum the last few months. The stage did not seem too big for him. No. And he seemed he to really intuitively phrases. understand when yeah. and how hard to push. Yeah. Um, he also took accountability for the officer-involved shooting in South Bend that left a black man dead. Yeah. Um, and he actually left the campaign trail for the week to deal with it. It still did not, you know, not the greatest optics for him. No, a his, lot of a lot of that yeah. he, a lot of that stuff backfired. Well, on which him is I think badly. I think at this point yeah. his I don't I think his ceiling is still president, but it's a the ceiling's lowering. He's much more vice president. He's much more in vice presidential yeah. secretary of state, secretary of defense territory um, right now. Not in not in terms of top of the ticket. He also think. probably I, had the I think the one of the the best answers of the night um when eric swalwell went after him to try to nail him on why he didn't fire the police chief and he was like indiana law says we have to do an investigation and it was just like very like don't question me bitch (laughs) (laughs) delilah what were you you gonna say i i actually you know so i do still have issues with the way in which um uh the situation in in south bend was handled however i i've got to give him credit for seeming I think um, genuinely showing genuine contrition, yeah. and um, and I think that that came through, and especially contrast with um, Joe Biden, Biden when yep. he was yep. under when he was on under the attack yep. from Kamala. I think the difference was there in the sense that you know he was able to to show some some. Um, some acknowledgement and internalization that this is a problem for him. Mm-hmm. I also think that um, one of his strong moments, um, Buttigieg, was also when I, I first of all, let me preface this by saying I yeah. I never want to hear um, politicians talk about their faith in the first place. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I just never want to hear about it. I don't really care. I, I really I, I wish we could get to the place where we never discuss religion. That's being said. Um, I think that he had a very good moment yeah. when he was talking about faith and the hypocrisy of Christian conservatives, and yep. um, and I think that might get lost with a lot of people. But it was there, and it was 
for me, a bit of a poignant moment. I, I actually think it, I, I don't think it's getting lost. And I would say that for the generation, and there is a generation, uh, I was talking with a pastor friend about this this week, the generation of Christians who are leaving the church because of the church's endorsement of Donald Trump and the yeah. policies that he's oh, advocating for. Just think about all yeah. the poor, uh, like Liberty University alums who see like Jerry Falwell Jr. given honorary PhDs Absolutely. to Charlie Kirk. Like what and, the hell? And I, I do know that those people are watching and they're much more open-minded than, than they're probably portrayed as being because Christianity is largely, people don't talk about the nuance of political and social view there. And I know that he is a lot of Christians who are now going to be voting for Democrats for the first time. He's a lot of their first choices because he seems just like them. He's well-educated, he's smart, he's articulate, and he also has a real valid critique of evangelicalism that nobody else is offering. But I will say, I think he loses a little bit of gravitas in a vice presidential role with that same position. I don't think it's going to play as well if he's going around as vice president right. campaigning using that like same... Like I- a little bit. Exactly. It comes off a little preachy. It works really yeah. well when he's the presidential it would be no- good. nominee. It would be good like one-on-one with Mike Pence. To Absolutely. Just like smack him around yeah. a little bit. But I yeah, think he can't... But- oh, yeah. You know what? That's a good point. That would work well with yeah. that. I still... you know, Two Hoosiers I going still- out... Yeah, I will say I wish um, I wish Buttigieg would um, would would stop trashing the coasts though and valorizing you know the the heartland. Um, heart mm. Yeah, that sort of dichotomization. I, I understand the strategic um, yeah he's playing points ball of there, it, right? but but I do think it's problematic no, because completely. at the end of the day you still you know you're trying to win a primary there that you have to you know you have to make sure that the base knows that you're on their side yeah. Yeah. and every single time he says something like that I I feel repelled. Yeah. So you know what kind of what grade do you give Buddha Judge? I give him um I'd say an A minus B plus. Are we kind of in that? We're not in, saving grades to the end anymore. We're just we'll do them as we okay. go. Yeah, I would say yeah. I, uh, if if Kamala is an A plus, I would give Pete A or A minus. Yeah, I give him a B. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think Kamala was just yeah. so far ahead of he, everybody. Really, yeah. he had a couple. Of, you know, and obviously, like obviously, um, just because a candidate is articulate and like formulates ideas in an interesting way it does not mean he's going to be a, a good actual executive right but and, and you know yeah exactly the, and i think it's it comes back to like hey if you can't handle things in south bend how are you going to handle yeah, the country yeah but but he's exactly right when he talks about when we you know health insurance we can't rely yeah. on the tender mercies of the corporate Agreed. system that was the perfect right. it's like that quote it, was it's right dynamite. Yeah, it's right it's That's exactly a great quote. we we need to the fundamental thing about healthcare, private prisons education I think people are finally beginning to understand on a broader scale that, not to turn this into like a radical Marxist critique here, but like the shareholders do not have your best interest at heart no. about anything. Right. They yeah. want right. to, they, and that's, and nor are they obligated well, to in our current system, yeah. right? Unfortunately. I, I think, yeah. And I think that that transition's taken a long time because for a long time before like the Milton Friedman School of Economics yeah. came into vogue, yeah. Um, there, I mean, corporations did seem to have some notion yeah. of shame and, and you know, soul. And Dwight Eisenhower, you know, built the interstate highway. Like corporate tax rate was like ninety yeah. percent. It was. It's this right. The libertarian streak, libertarian yeah. economic theory. Exactly to your point, Chicago School, Milton Friedman. Yeah. Uh, and which is where we get the cokes from. Yeah. I mean, the coke. Yes, but exactly. Anyways, we can talk about that all day. Yes. Let's talk about another winner. Yeah. Uh, I've got Kirsten Gillibrand. 
I do too. I respectfully disagree with both of you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, yeah. I thought she appeared to be really competent and she did a good job as casting herself as progressive. Um, she named specific things in her record that point to her being a good fit to lead and she seemed relatable. Yeah. I I think she had a good moment on reproductive rights and I'll, uh, and one specific, uh, the specific thing I want to mention is when she said, you know, uh, people in power make deals all the time to trade away women's rights. Yep. And what, mm-hmm. what she's talking about there is that, and it, I mean, I'm a woman, I see it all the time. There's, uh, there's, It's always happening, usually with either men or even women in power who do this every single time. So they're, they're basically making other deals on other issues yep. on the backs of women. It's a genuine, real, and powerful critique that she's making there. She didn't name who those people are, which opens her up um, to um, being questioned about who those people are uh, which gives her the opportunity to take on the existing power brokers mm-hmm. by naming them at a future date I think that's very interesting that's smart. strategically that's smart point. That's a very yeah point. it was you know it keeps her in the conversation if you will yeah. and so that was strategically kind of you know a low-key but still a strategic move on her part and I think that she was also tacitly talking about Hyde to a certain degree I, yeah, Hyde absolutely is one of, agree. one of the that's the biggest trade away of yep. reproductive rights uh, you know I think that as a Democratic Party well uh, most people who are major contenders now are coming correct on that, and they know that they have to take a position that they must, you know, abolish Hyde. Yeah. Um, and you know, Biden obviously was uh, was late to the table on that, yeah. but even came to the, you know, he's made he's made the conversion as well. But I think that we are at an interesting moment where um where the entire Democratic Party has shifted on this, mm-hmm. but it's only because of the pressure that's been brought to bear in the last while, and and I don't mean just pressure from within the party; I mean external pressures, so that we know how bad it's going to be right and also because of the the and and similar to what 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 we were just talking about with um the facade coming off of corporations and shareholders and tax cuts for the rich not having our best interest at heart the the facade is really coming off um you know with with for the supreme court appointments for example like yeah it's explicitly lockstep marching to get rid of abortion in this country so which I actually, I think, I mean, considering the ruling, we're, we're doing this on a Saturday, yesterday's yeah. ruling, where the Supreme Court yes. declined to hear Alabama's challenge to the federal court striking down uh, one of their abortion laws. Yeah. I actually think that right now, uh, I think the Supreme Court will not rule on Roe or abortion until 2022 now, because they're going to wait until after, the conservative majority is going to wait until after the new maps get drawn right and they can get one and if, yeah. if god forbid ginsburg dies between now and then exactly that, and they get real like, like that's exactly yeah. what they're gonna it hit me yesterday i was like why yeah. didn't they take this up and it's it's purely because they want to guarantee their conservative majority wants to guarantee a republican power play yeah uh yeah. and they're hoping Down that the they're line. hoping that the republicans get to draw the maps in 22 and and they get to, this yep. way they get to keep it as a wedge issue for the election exactly like the supreme court remains right. important exactly because yeah. yeah. can yeah. you imagine yeah. what would happen if they took it up and ruled against it like next year yeah. ahead of the election right. they make abortion illegal right. i mean you would see women yeah. turn out yeah and uh, i mean it'd be like 90 percent female exactly. turnout exactly yeah. yes exactly so it, it won't yeah. be no. is, they're not going to rule on it until 2022 yeah. i don't think yeah, I think that that's 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 quite right. Okay, so what uh what grade did you give Kirsten Gillibrand, Delilah? I gave her a um I gave her an A minus. A minus. I give her a B minus. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I don't I don't think she did quite as yeah. good as Buddha Judge, but I thought she did good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about one more winner from night two. Marianne Williamson. Okay. Marianne Williamson. Oh. A plus. A plus 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 plus. Because a whole nation of people now knows who she is and that she's going to BDSM style harness love and make it her personal gimp as she does battle against Donald Trump and the forces of evil at Armageddon. I 
I'm, I would quit I'm, my job to work for the Williamson campaign. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I own two of her books. Yeah. You know, I was young. I was new agey flower child. Okay, I still am. But anyway, um, I you know. How many crystals want... do you have in your home right now? Quite a few. Okay. You know. <laughs> so you know, I'm not. You know, I I have her books. They help with my arthritis. That, yeah. that being said, you know. Um, she had a good moment when she called for, um, you know, when she said that, you know, um, uh, kids and, you know, who are being caged are and traumatized at the, at the border um, is spawned state sponsored abuse. She's not wrong. You know, no. um, I think that she had the room in the palm of her hand in that moment. Agreed. Um, the problem is that I don't necessarily want her negotiating on international relations or dealing with um, praying away, you know, a North Korean nuclear threat. No. We so. do. We should. I think whoever wins the election uh, should make her ambassador to New Zealand, though. That would be great. That, I, I think that. Yeah, I think that that's right. I, can I do a shout out in terms yes. of winner? Another winner. Um, yes. Wait, my, well, um, we have to. We have to give a grade to Mary. Oh, oh, great, great. Okay, I already gave mine. A plus plus plus. A plus plus plus. Yeah. All right, Delilah, what do you give her? I give her a solid A. <laughs> I, I give her three uh, Microsoft Word wingdings because she came off as absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me let me we let's just burn some sage around the studio really oh quickly and we'll continue this thought. All right, Delilah, who's your next winner? Um, I gotta give a shout out to my to, I to have my, feeling this my is guy. Coming. I have a feeling this you, is coming. You, you, you knew I was oh, gonna say Swalwell. Dude, his opening you, his can you share you with was, can you share with yeah, the audience you, his opening wait, uh, Well who are we, who are we talking about? I wouldn't know. Swalwell, Swalwell. Eric Swalwell. Yep. Yeah, I got to give him, I know that this, you know, some people may not agree or disagree, that kind of thing, but I do think that he had, he he has command of words, right? So he has this way with rhetorical devices and pass the torch was fantastic because I think it was a good, it was, it was basically a good rhetorical line that could be used over and over and over again, which he did use. He got him. And, and I think that Biden handled it well. If you, if you look at the way he laughed. He did laugh. He, didn't, he, he Yeah. Uncle, like, yeah. it's just, and we'll get to, we'll get to losers in a second yeah, here, yeah, but yeah. Uncle Joe, man, you should have just retired. Like, why couldn't you have just retired? Yeah. Just stay retired. Yeah. Like, you deserve a nice retirement or with just Dr. Like, Jill. Or just like yeah. have... Put it together and just run in 2016. Yeah, I mean, just put yeah, your name yeah, on the ballot. Exactly. Or exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but I was I was going to say as well. In addition to the rhetorical device, there, I also think that he had another good moment. Um, and I think this is uh, two good moments yeah. when they were asked the one one issue um as a policy priority. You know, apart from Marianne, who was you know all these people who said all kinds of crazy stuff, or or they used the opportunity to talk about three or four things. He was actually he stayed on his one issue. Policy yeah. priority, which is taking on gun violence, and I'm really glad that he did because that's obviously a national emergency for us. So I think that was good too. It was you know he stayed on message with that, and I think on international relations, he probably had the best answer, which is break up with Russia and make up with NATO. I yeah. so. I thought Buttigieg had the best answer on international relations when he was like, "Who knows who Trump's going to have pissed off by the time well, he leaves office?" Too. Was, yeah, was... that was good too. Okay, that was so, very good too. Uh, I think Josh and I probably respectfully disagree on Swalwell. What That's grade? Okay. What grade do you give him? I give him a B plus. B plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, my final winner of the night. 
What do you get? What do you guys give him? You need to grade him too. Well, I've got I've got my grade in the in the losers category. I would, I would, okay, all right. I would right, give him good, a good, good. wait. Wait, we got our grades in losers. No, because I, I, I. Oh, you didn't win. You maybe you agree with Delilah. I don't, I, I don't know if I'd call him a winner, but I'd give him a solid B minus. B minus. B minus. Okay, C plus. There you go. Okay. With a with go. a gold star. With a gold star for the past okay, the torch. Okay, gold star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah gold star for the past the torch. Uh, the past torch go. line. My last winner yeah. from night two. Yeah. Andrew Yang, I thought he seemed smart, and like he truly believed in his policies. And he gave very good answers with the brief amount of time he and was all, given. He's at the level too where all exposure is good. So the mainstream Agreed. is good exposure. Agreed. So I'll. I wouldn't call him a winner though. I will respectfully disagree that he's a winner. I think he held his own, yeah. if you will. But I don't know if I'd call him a winner so necessarily. I've graded him at a C plus. So I think That's he's. A, I think he's a winner. I can live with that. In yeah. that he got PR. Uh, and they got exposure. That, yeah. A C plus is a passing grade. A C That's plus, what I'm saying. A C plus he's gives a, you the diploma. He's a winner, but him, not like a. Winner, he's not winner. a big winner. Yeah. I give him a C. I give him a solid yeah. C. He's there's a reason why yeah. he was my last winner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I because if you got beat in terms of winning by Marianne Williamson, then you know. Um, yeah. Losers from night two. I want to say we're probably all in agreement here. Yeah. Number one, Joe Biden. D- Joe Biden. Daddy. Daddy Joe did not have a good night. I know you all call him Uncle Joe. I call him Daddy <laughs> <That's>, Joe. <laughs> you call him whatever you want. Does he, uh, yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you want him to sniff your hair? Oh, you, you know, I would give him. I would. He can. He, you know, it's all good. <laughs> he's got that old man swag. No. Um, oh, he's no shit. sources close to the Biden campaign are actually quite terrified after the debate. Dude, he's, uh, they should be. If we nominate Biden, he's going to get his lunch eaten. I don't think that's true. And I don't, nobody I, will turn out. I don't think that's true. Nobody's going to get stoked think, to vote for Biden. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be stoked. But I think people will still turn out to vote out Trump. I, I think. I, I think so too. More than Hillary, I think probably. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they'll still turn out for him. I just think that, web, web, you know, pre-debate, he was the sure thing in yeah. the perception of people. Exactly. Yeah. Now there's nothing sure about everybody, him anymore. In, no, nobody thinks he's the sure thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that, the, you know, on the basis of that, it's definitely a losing grade. Yeah. Kamala Harris uh, is going Cl- to be arrested for elder abuse, if not outright yeah. manslaughter after yeah. that yeah. night. Yeah. Ezra Klein also made a great point that Biden is not running as the successor to Obama. He is run, he's using Obama as a shield for yeah, criticism. He he's is. not saying like, you know, we're going to carry on like the policies. Barack, Barack and I, Barack and I, we got the Affordable Health Care Act passed. I want to continue to grow and expand that. You know, like we made this deal with Iran. We did, the, you know, all you got to do if you if you you know it's it's he could have said something to Swalwell like you know speaking of the next generation, I work with a man named Barack Obama. And, yeah, and as yeah, you know, yeah. I worked for eight yeah, years. That, he picked me to that, be his vice that, president. Another another yeah. uh, critique that I've heard coming out of Biden's camp yeah. over the last few days is that uh, he refused to listen to the tips on debate prep that he basically yeah. gave his uh team a, like the classic boomer well i'm i'm Is already who i am and i'm not gonna change and it's like yeah well you got your ass kicked on national it's not television like, well, i mean i ran for pre- i've run for president twice and got my ass beat both times but yeah. you know i know what i'm doing here you know and it, it's i think it's actually reminiscent if you remember um what happened after the first debates in 2012 Ob- yeah. obama, obama didn't do a good job no. but the you know the leaks coming out then basically suggested that um he, you know, he came off the debate stage and said, "I did fine," and his, yeah. you know, his, um, his inner cadre said, "Uh, no, you didn't." Yeah. Yeah. And he, w- he actually had to be forced to sit down and watch the debate yeah. for it to crystallize and be internalized that no, probably wasn't his greatest day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and only after that, you know, did he 
put in a bit of the work that was necessary to rehab. And actually, it's part of the easy. rehab came, came via Biden's vice presidential yeah. performance against Paul Ryan, which means that Biden, I think, has it in him yeah. to do when well motive, in the yeah. debates. But as with what happened with Obama, when you've had power he needed to be some humble. kind, yeah. Yeah, you, you're, you're not always as open to critique. Yep, and yep. I think hopefully, yep. hopefully he, he sees that well, now. I don't and know. Also, and I, for, I can see it because he started with a 20 point lead. Yeah. He's probably, you know, his head's got kind of got a big head. For every, uh, yeah. for every, you know, despite the number of gleaming profiles uh, that were written about him as like the wonk, the serious man with policies, Paul Ryan's also a fucking moron. He is. Compa especially well, compared yes. to Kamala Harris. And he's Kamala a little Harris. Well, yes. Yeah. Dick bag. Yeah. Oh, can I say one thing about Joe Biden, though, that, that was good? Was good. Yeah. I will say, um, I appreciated the fact that when um, Chuck Todd, being Chuck Todd, set up a question in absolutist terms that, for me, lacked nuance. Oh, Chuck Todd And he said, well, yeah, so yes, let's have our Chuck Todd, Chuck the Todd, you know, kind of yeah. moment. Suck Todd. Anyway, yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, the thing is, he he's he set up this this uh question about you know you become president yeah. you know the way the political system is structured you just have one signature issue you can push through that's it that's it you know there's just one yeah. and with obama you know his health care environment and he chose health care and um and actually um biden quite rightly corrected them and said you're not you're you're wrong about that because you're not giving obama credit for the paris um uh paris Cl climate accord yep. and i think that that was that's been kind of lost along the way oh, yeah. but he was right he was right about that and um and in that regard i don't know if he was using obama as a shield he was making actually a very good point a defense of his fair friend point yeah. and defense of his friend point and i don't think he's got enough mile mileage out of that moment i also thought that uh it was it soundbited in a, the most awful way but whenever he actually tried to follow the rules of the debate and said i'm sorry my time is up right like yes. conveniently it was it was you know tweeted this the tweet heard around the world but like he was actually following the rules that were set up right. and it tells you something yeah. about him that he respects yeah. the rules of the game enough and it may not tell uh, you something that you want to hear or it was convenient or it was a convenient way to like wrap up the question yeah a convenient way well, to, to, to get stop getting his the, ass handed to yeah. him by Kamala I, Harris but I think that that's the cynical um, interpretation. I think that Ryan's Me, right. Cynical? I think that I think <laughs> no, never. No, but I don't. I mean, I mean it in the sense that it wasn't just you who's made that yeah. observation. Everybody's made that yeah. observation, yeah. right? And it could it could very well be that. On the other hand, I think Ryan's um, uh, pointing to another, you know, um, another interpretation, which is probably, you know, on point, which is he's that old school politician who's just trying to follow the rules of the road. And he thinks that there is this, um, uh, you know, th these mores and, of, and norms that we've all, you know, held to for a long time are still in place. Which even shows and, even more that he's going to be completely out of his depth yeah, in the 2020 exactly. yeah. Exactly. exactly. And in reality, you know, we live in a completely post-2016 world mm -hmm. and all of those rules don't count anymore. Nothing matters. Yeah. Nothing oh. matters. Well, uh, so grades, what do you guys give him? D for daddy. D for daddy. I, I give him a D as well. Uh, <laughs> next biggest loser. I've got, I hate to say it, Bernie Sanders. Uh, oh my God, that's who I was going to say. Yeah. That's on my loser I mean, well, everybody's too. talking about his ideas. Hey, so you, exactly. Here's the thing, because you got to love him because the entire field, minus Klobuchar and Delaney, are running on his platform. Yeah. So like the thing is, though, he doesn't really appear to have vision. For instance, he was asked pointedly, you know, like how he planned to implement his policies in we the face of it. opposition from we the right. And yeah, and he had, he had zero revolution. direct answer. It was like, it was a real chance to show 
that yeah. Liz Warren doesn't have a monopoly on implementation, and he absolutely blew it, and he blew it a yep. few times. Yep, he did repeatedly. Yeah, and I, and I think that when you come out of a debate. If they're not talking about you, yep. you've lost, yeah. and nobody's talking about about yeah. Bernie. But what, I mean, a lot he's of the old, he's kind of old news now, unfortunately. But it, yeah, but it's crazy though because you've got all these people who are like, "Oh, my positions have evolved. I'm a I'm a more developed human." He's had the same positions for forty years, so I have this feeling where I'm like, where I'm like, you know, I want you to be the president because you've got. You've been this guy. Nobody but has to I doubt also, that he believes what he believes. Exactly. You never have to doubt that he's committed to the cause, you know, like you do with a Kamala Harris, right? Like we're right. just talking about that. But at the same time, uh, you know, revolutionaries rarely make good governors. Yeah. And exactly. the fact that he doesn't have a policy and idea. he's not going to change now at, at it, this rate. Yeah. Like that's yeah. worrisome to me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, for a lot of people I, who are like, I like Liz and I like Bernie. I think Liz is the. Liz I think she's pulling ahead right now. Liz bridges the gap. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she's just showing that you can you can be you know progressive on the issues and you can be completely pragmatic on the implementation. Absolutely. You know, and and I think that you know that's for me a much better fit. You know, yeah. that's kind of what I, what I want to hear. I want to. I I don't want to just hear the vision. I don't want to hear a great speech because let's face it, I've heard Bernie's speech over and over and over again. Everybody he's has. Consistent. So he's, 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 consistent. he's using. He is, but. He's using the same lines that he did in 2016. Yeah. We do live and, in a post 2016. He's world. using the same lines that he was using in 1916. Like yeah. yes. it is his yeah. his story hasn't yeah. changed, but like yeah, yeah. I just and along the input, I'm disappointed he doesn't want to pack the court. I'm disappointed he doesn't want to abolish the filibuster. Absolutely, well, that, that's that's the other thing. It's like you're a revolutionary about certain things, but not other things. Yeah, you know, I mean, I need some. I need. I, I want you to be progressive on everything, not just uh, on your on your pet issues. It hurts, yeah, Uncle Bernie. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it it does, and and uh, I think. The other thing too is the way that the way that uh, everybody's kind of like circling around Liz as the, you know bridging the gap. Uh, yeah, you know people 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 caricature you know the Bernie Bros for like being salty and still relitigating 2016. The hardcore I'm a lesbian, dude. The hardcore Hillary people still fucking hate Bernie. Yeah, like they're like oh, Bernie. Yeah. Like those people are not gonna. Like they're gonna vote third party. They're gonna vote Howard Schultz. You know what I mean? Howard Schultz. <laughs> like they're gonna like I, the thing that uh, we don't talk enough about. Uh, in, in 2008, 25% of Hillary's most hardcore primary voters did not jump to Obama. They yeah. went with McCain. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. obviously the resistance people aren't going to vote for Trump, but they're not going to vote for Bernie either, a lot well, of them. And the other yeah. thing about Bernie is, you know, assuming he doesn't win the nominee or the nomination, excuse me, he probably doesn't make sense as a vice presidential candidate no, either. Right. Because he is, right. he's, he's, old, he's, he's too old yeah. and he's not a person who can whip votes probably. I don't think he's no. well loved within the caucus. So it's like, he's, what is his... Yeah. What is his role, if not president? And I don't know that he has one. And Senate the fact, majority leader. yeah, and the fact that he's yeah. not, the fact that he is not able to articulate his vision beyond just "I have a vision," is right, very right. concerning for me. And and you know what? It's not a new problem because it goes back to 2016 when you know his pet issue really on you know on income inequality, but also on banks, right? On 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 the um the re-regulation of banks and so forth. When he was asked this, you know, in an interview back in 2016, you know, he wasn't actually able to articulate how that would be done. Yeah. And break you know, like we'll just break like him up. We'll her, just do it. exactly like her or dislike her, it was not Hillary's pet issue, and yet Hillary had a much more comprehensive plan to actually accomplish yeah. that. And so I think at the end of the day, 
you can't just have good ideas. Yeah. You have to show us how it's going to happen. Yeah, but Bernie Sanders didn't let all those people die in Benghazi. That's true. Yeah. Well. What about uh, <laughs> what about grades for Bernie? What do you guys give him? C. Yeah, I'm with a C as well. I got C minus. Um, all was right. Disappointing. Let's talk about next biggest loser who I've got, yeah. Michael Bennett. And my was that directed oh, yeah. at me? N- no. No the. Oh, no, that's what he said. Like <laughs> I thought, I was like, no. Did you say something about Michael Bennett? Yeah, no, yeah, I forgot. Total non-factor. Total non-factor, and run again for. Nobody Senate. wants to say. Do you want to work with Mitch McConnell every day? I guess not. I, I don't well, I mean, I, I mean, that I think I'm sure that's partially the reason why so many people are running for president because who the hell would want to work every single day with Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Uh, so grades for Michael Bennett. C minus D. No total total non-factor. C plus. I, I guess. I give him. We didn't. Say, you know, he's a he's like a more palatable centrist to yeah. me he than do a lot of bad. other centrists. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do anything bad. Yeah. He didn't See. do anything good. You know, I give him know. a TL for tight lips. Um, <laughs> next biggest loser. Here's who I've got. Yeah, you're not gonna like this, Delilah. Eric That's Swalwell. Okay. Eric Swalwell. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. put him as a loser. I would put him as neither. Neither winner nor to loser. To me, he just felt like he belonged at the kids' table in okay. a lot of the questions. Like. I, I thought he came off very it's young, just, which was weird hard. because well, he was he's, liter- the, he's literally young. And he it's is, hard but for, you've got Buttigieg there, who's also younger yeah. and came off yeah, is same. eminently more uh, electable, I guess. Like yeah. he just he seemed like more competent. Um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, grades. Uh, Delilah, you've already given you've already given yours. Uh, Josh, what yeah, do you I got? already gave mine. I gave I gave mine too. I think was it C plus with the gold star for the oh for yeah, the yeah torch. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. give him an yeah. MR. Uh, because he yeah. felt like Marco Rubio's best in, best instincts dressed up in a white guy disguise. Um, yeah, he is kind of like the Dem- I can see that he's a democratic Marco Rubio vibe a little bit. Yeah, obviously not nearly as bad of a person. Yeah. Um, no, he's. I. I he's good, I'll yeah, just he's, he's let me man. let me just defend because defend. I have shameless, met him at, shameless defense. Let's do it. You can yeah, you can stand Eric Swalwell. That's fine. Stan. Yeah, because because I have met him in person and he is a very serious person, a very thoughtful person. Yeah. And um, let me stand for him a little bit more as well, uh, in the sense that um, he's also very also, handsome. Uh, he is handsome. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm just gonna say that he. I also trust him on diversity issues mm. as a brown woman yeah. um you know he he represents one of the most diverse districts in the country and um you know I, whereas i agree you know Buttigieg comported himself with a certain gravitas and well and so forth as a brown woman i'm not always completely sure i trust Buttigieg. you know i think he's mm. i think he's a a good person i think he shows contrition but i'm all, i'm still not sure i mean the story is still to be told about how he handles yeah. south bend whether or not he and, truly you know quote unquote gets it yeah, well i think that right i think that yeah. the push and, and, go ahead sorry yeah and i was gonna say and i do trust eric swalwell on that that i don't worry about i i know that he's gonna defend my rights as a brown woman and i'm not confused about that and so that that's what i would say i i hear it i think uh i think though that swalwell's primary coalition of voters likely does not still or still does not include people of color at this point i think i think i think that's uh, right I think he has a better starting point than does Buddha Judge. Yeah. But yes. I still don't think that yeah. I, I, I think that's I think you made a, a valid point, but I still think that there's reasonable criticism to be levied. Yeah. Uh, because he's not currently depending on those people to get his message out. Yeah. Bay Area. I, I think that that's fair. Very fair. 
Bay Area establishment liberals and like the moms demand gun violence folks. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's, and, not nothing. And, it's not a bad coalition. Yeah. Yeah, and Suburban he also moms. talks about he talks all the time about the fact that he was born in Iowa and his wife is from Indiana. Yeah. So you know, I love he's his still line, sort of. Uh, yeah, he said like I go on Fox News just so my family members will see me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, it's funny, yeah. it's funny. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about another loser. Uh, I got John Hickenlooper. Yeah, total non-factor. Why are you? Even yeah, Hick, just run for Senate. Yeah, I. Yeah, I agree. Same. Just I, run I, for Senate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's um and well and he's governor, right? Yeah. So I mean he, he he's it's good. He's he's a he's in the Bennett category. Yeah. Didn't do anything wrong, didn't do anything right, solid C for me. Yeah, both of them are C minus for Colorado minus. I've I've got yeah. I've got a D plus because yeah. I, I he didn't outright fail, but he's inconsequential, especially yeah. on a night with so many heavy hitters. Yeah. Another loser, I've got uh Marianne Williamson because yeah. everybody does know her. She will not be president. But they all think that she's stupid. Um, or crazy. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe crazy is but, a better word, not but, stupid. But I understand. I, I, I understand that those, she's stupid. those I, people I, are wrong. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think she's stupid. She's but not I stupid. Th- I mean, she's she's you know I don't think that, but I think that she now people think she's a little kooky. Yeah, she's, and, she's you know, although that does not preclude yeah. you from winning the yeah. presidency, no. as we see. She's yeah. she's certainly more intelligent than Donald Trump. So yeah. she she could run on a legalized weed campaign though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, or because I, I want what she's smoking. <laughs> what were your What were your <laughs> grades for Marianne Williamson? A plus plus plus. I won't back down. A plus 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 plus. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm giving her three edible healing crystals. Yes. Yeah, uh, there you go. Let's burn a little sage. <laughs> and um, next one. Okay, so my next my next loser is uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Yeah, she's winner and okay. loser because okay. I. Okay. So I. She'll it be, seemed she, like her people told her to me yeah. like. Make sure you don't get lost in the field. And she really, really listened. And I think that she was trying to make herself heard. But unfortunately, with a subset of this misogynistic country, I think a lot of people are going to be like, she's really shrill or you she's mean bossy. A, you mean you mean it's not going to, you mean it might backfire to run another blonde senator from New York who people think is shrill? Yeah, I, I just like, it, it sucks that that's what it is. I think yeah. she came off as somebody who should be taken more seriously. But I already saw like, I already saw like centrist yeah. uh, Facebook and Twitter starting to be like, I don't like how Gillibrand keeps interrupting people. She's, which is like, have you met a man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, somebody... I, yeah, so go ahead. Oh, no, no, yeah. And what I was going to say is, I, you know, the whole... I'll just say, you know, I mean, I'm worn out from hearing about how a woman talking is sound shrill, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we all know that. We all know that. But, yes, I, I, I think that it comes with a certain amount of um, baggage on the other end. On the other hand, are we going after those people you know, on the right, who would make those comments in the first place? Absolutely not. Know. Yeah. Yep. I don't think that we are. Uh, I'm sticking so, with my yeah. B minus for Gillibrand. Okay. I'll give her. Uh, a, I'll give her a C plus. To me, she's like, she's very much like Cory Booker for me. Where like I think Cory like, mm-hmm. Booker is human, a really good yeah comparison. And I they like, both I are like yeah, Wall yeah. Street darlings. They're both Wall Street yeah. darlings. They're both a little too yeah. like centrist and uh suspect for me but they both seem like yeah. very good people like w- yeah exactly exactly and again you know and you know i i don't consider her a, a loser uh, for the night i don't either just because i i really appreciate that she totally went out all there for reaper rights yep. yeah. she branded herself as being one of the strongest voices on it and you know i think with 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 a certain amount of legitimacy yeah. in terms of there are lots of women who've been strong voices for reaper rights but good for her yeah i i don't think she's an overall loser but i think she has to be included in the losers category she, she also probably okay. read uh lean in by cheryl sandberg and took it like really to heart you know what i mean like she strikes me as that kind of person yeah i think she yeah. i think she's a really hard worker yeah, yeah i i think yeah. she'd be a fine president 
Like, yeah. so I don't have a problem with yeah. it. Uh, yeah. My last loser of the night is Andrew Yang, uh, who yeah. is also a winner. Um, he used the word trickle up economy, uh, which mm-hmm. is just awful branding. And he only got like 16 seconds to speak. He also clearly lost the debate, even though he he bragged in his online ads about being like a champion debater as a young kid. Yeah. I thought the moment just felt a little too big for him. He seemed kind of shell-shocked yeah. and he literally only said 594 words the entire night, which is yeah. less than a quarter of what Joe Biden yeah. said. But he'll stay he'll yeah. stay he'll stay probably in contention for a little while longer because he has such a strong base of online support. He does. Yeah. yeah and exactly. people who I think exactly. are going to be willing to keep donating yeah. like yeah. and I think that's I think they're going to up their donations. He's different and people need something different. A lot of people want something different. I think people see yeah. him very truthfully. I think people see him as a young Asian Bernie Sanders. Like in I terms think, of radi- th- just because his ideas are radical just so outside the mainstream, views, yeah, radical so- or radical economic views and yeah. socially liberal and yeah. like, but still seems like somebody who you would trust, like a, a, a competent executive, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who I, happens yeah. to like want to shake things up? Yeah, he just seemed nervous he, to me. Which is he fair. Seemed really, yeah, exactly. He's he's, guys, he's 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 been making online video like YouTube videos about why he should be president, and all of a sudden he's on stage with like yeah everybody with the, f- with the former vice president yeah. of the united states yeah. and yeah. like all these people who've been in yeah. the senate for years and years and years i yeah. think he just should have done an edible like marianne probably would have calmed uh, him down yeah <laughs> no. uh, uh i think that any other losers fair. the american people no <laughs> maybe a little bit all right everybody well this was our debate report card for the first democratic debate when's the next one uh no one cares hopefully hopefully a year <laughs> from now um, it's actually it's a month from now actually a month it's from a month now from great now. so yeah, we'll be uh okay, predictions though d who who drops out between now and then obviously there's you, you just got to find with the amount of money in politics right now if you find just like one decent sugar daddy you can stay in the race longer than by any respectable right you should be able to with that in mind exactly with that in mind who do you think will thin the herd first well i i uh, the delaney should jump should get out however (laughs) i think he'll stay in because i think he's self-funding or at least he's He's, got enough money right he's like yeah exactly of course but he's he's not gonna make the debate stage i don't think former congressman executive of some something something worth like 300 million dollars like he'll be okay yeah insane yeah but but the 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 problem is with the requirements for how to get on the stage um i i don't know if it works i don't know if he has the polling numbers or the individual donor race um, to get there so and so that's a problem i think it'll be a problem for um for tim ryan I think that um, that will be a problem for him going forward as well. He's just um, too angry to run so. for president. Yeah, de- Bla- do you think de Blasio, yeah. like, will anybody... I don't think de Blasio is going to drop out until he writes a book that he wants yeah. to push. Oy. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that I think Beto should drop out, but yeah. he's not going to because he's got enough of a base and enough of um, he's got a funding stream that will probably yeah. still keep going to yeah. a certain extent, the, the, even if it's just from people from Texas. And he really likes the Vanity Fair cover shots, too. Yeah, <laughs> like well, I, I'm sure that's not, you know, it's not boring. I think yeah. I could see I think Tim Ryan's the the, the odds on favorite to drop yes. first because yeah. I don't think he has a good funding base. I could see Michael yeah. Bennett dropping out. Yeah. I could also yeah. see Hickenlooper dropping out. Yeah. 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 Those are possibilities. Yeah. I think Inslee stays in though. I think so. I think Inslee stays in a little while longer There's, because because yeah. yeah. he's I don't know. I Inslee was somewhat of a factor. And I mean, if if I'm just being honest, like he's a pretty handsome dude. And I think he's gonna keep yeah. getting a small modicum of PR 
based on yeah. just being like a handsome well-spoken yeah, white man if it turns out that like the way to go for vp ends up being like a middle-aged white man that people can be comfortable with yeah yeah for you know to, yeah. to pair with kamala or like, right. like you could do worse yeah. than jay Inslee. Right, exactly. He's no yeah. he's not gonna be as bad as not and Tim Kane wasn't even bad, but he's not gonna be Tim, as caricaturable as Tim Kane. Yeah. Tim Kane was lovely. Tim Kane is you a good he, speaking of good He's a people, lovely yeah, he's a good person and lovely. America's but, America's know. America's uh charming stepdad. Yeah. That's exactly. just he's just trying his best. God bless him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. Delilah, any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? Any anything we haven't touched on? Anything you're looking forward to? Well, you know, I do have one thing I wouldn't mind mentioning. It doesn't do have it. to do with the debates, but do I'd it. like to do a little. I'd like to do a little shout out for my friend Amar Campo Najjar, who's running against yes. Duncan Hunter in California's fiftieth district. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and you know, Duncan Hunter is a complete, you know, um, crook who threw his wife under the bus yeah. and other things. In his court filings, and, uh, his court filings, he's arguing uh, that the many affairs he had with lobbyists were part of his political, <laughs> his necessary political activity. <laughs> So he was literally mixing business and pleasure. That's the defense. It's like it's. It, I mean, it's so it's so flagrant, yeah. and you know, I can't believe this crap is happening. Anyways, Amar is a fantastic candidate. He ran in twenty um in twenty eighteen. He barely lost. He's solid, and so you know, I I, I just love the guy. Shout out to him. Shout so, out. Yeah. While we're shout doing out. shout outs, uh, I mm-hmm. also want to shout out Don again, yeah, longtime BFF Donna. of the show. Uh, resistor in the ruby red state of Kentucky, who's currently helping her husband through some pretty gnarly health issues. So everyone sent some aloha her way. Uh, yeah. Seemed like she could really okay. use it right now. Uncle, uncle, I don't know, I don't know his person, but Uncle Mister Gan. It's actually, Donald. Are you so? It's really Donald and Donna. That how cute is that? This like sweet old couple in Kentucky of like of, old? of like sweet. No, she called herself. She referred to herself as a senior in our in college. <laughs> these sweet kupuna. Kupuna. Not Kupuna in Kentucky, like getting on Twitter and just like adding at Mitch McConnell every day, talking shit. Just God, savaging. God bless him. Savaging doing, Mitch McConnell. Just doing good work. She's such a nice person. And she, uh, at Donagan4 on Twitter, if you guys are interested, uh, she's also just like, she f- somehow like caught onto the show really early in. And it's just been like a really wonderful person to connect with. So uh, all love and That's... aloha to Auntie Donna. Um, aloha. Also. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the federal jury that convicted. Convict. Have you been following this, D? The the K. Aloha's trial. A little bit, yes, a little bit. But yes, yeah. basically, I agree with the shout out. The, the biggest largest pu- corruption pu- trial, public corruption yeah. scandal in Hawaii yeah. history, and probably yeah. the history of yeah. most states. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, exactly. The chief of police and his wife, the deputy first, chief the, prosecutor, the first deputy prosecutor. Yeah. Uh, yep. Big old conspiracy ring. If you haven't heard about that it, by they now. use the police force yeah, to advance. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. like it's it's like a movie. Yeah, I mean, it it's probably like straight up. It's like, gonna get optioned into a movie. It's like narcos. Should, it's like narcos level shit. They should do a yeah. yeah. They should do a movie about it. Yeah. It's it's something else. Yeah. Is, you want to write the script? Write the script. We start writing the screenplay. Uh, I I do well when I uh, write pigeon. Perfect. So I'm sure they speak pigeon at some point. Huh. I'm sorry about your Golden State Warriors, D. Mm, let's not talk about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna like. I'm still, I'm still bitter. I'm <laughs> uh, still bitter. Yeah, so we won't, you know, un, uh, the rich get richer. Uh, first, the Toronto Raptors yeah. win, the, win the series. Uh, and XXL yeah. Magazine reports, uh, thanks to Drake's latest song, Money in the Grave, featuring Rick Ross, he now has a total of 35 top 10 hits on the chart in his career, surpassing the Beatles' record of 34. Like, are, so, who is, are, Drake, they, are they a well-known band? 
Yeah, you know, uh, that's wild. You do not think about the Beatles. How, yeah, and Drake what does that the say same, about what does that say about our generation? Says people didn't have radios back then. <laughs> what, what, what does it say about but Madonna? Our but Madonna. To be fair, no, no, though, no, no, Madonna is still the all time with thirty eight. Drake's music is pretty okay. good, though. I mean, like yeah. commercial, it is good. Yeah. It it is good. It's. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's good. Uh, the other basketball yeah. news. Uh, <laughs> I've just enjoyed this. You know. Shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo for winning the MVP. Uh, if you if you haven't seen his speech, yes. you will not be able yeah. to make it five seconds without the waterworks opening up. Yeah. It gets yeah. dusty. It's yeah. some heartfelt stuff. I saw, no, I that's enjoy, good. That's good. Former disgraced Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker trying to congratulate uh, Giannis on his MVP on Twitter. Uh, and uh, Timothy Burke at Bubba Prague points out, the right-wing Greek political party Golden Dawn, which pushed to have Antetokounmpo's <laughs> family deported as undocumented migrants... Literally oh used, God. literally used Scott Walker's anti-labor was strategy in Wisconsin as its framework for their policy platform. Scott Walker can oh go so eat an actual bag turd. of dudes. I said, I said turd. <sighs> yeah. Uh, same, same. Also, shout out to a friend of the show, uh, Will Carone, for his latest op-ed in Civil Beat, which is getting a lot of yep. attention. Honolulu must learn from Everglades tragedy. Basically, uh, the Florida Everglades. Uh, despite what uh, biology, yes. geology, and physical science should indicate, is on fire. And it's yes. because uh, about 100 years ago, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers built a huge, uh, basically, levee that holds yeah. back Lake Okeechobee from uh, passing water into the Everglades, right. as it had done for millions of years. And basically, the Everglades dried out. Uh, and then when Spark met Tender, um, it, and that's not a dating app reference uh the whole thing went up in flames so there's now a yep. uh several thousand acre wildfire in the florida everglades which are presumably made of water so yep. uh, i know uh and it's just insanity the parallel that it's will draws insanity. is to waikiki we're about to do the exact same thing and we've already yeah. done we've it. already do- we've we, already yeah. done it yeah. i mean waikiki was yeah. a marshy everglades-esque uh wetland and then yeah. we drained it by and turned it into Olawai, a tourist playground and we turned it into a tourist playground and yep. that's immediately uh, led to us getting addicted to tourist dollars and has turned us into a banana republic. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been our shout outs. Delilah, yes. do you have any other shout outs that you'd like to make? Uh, I, well, I covered Amar and then again, you know, Kai Kahele. You know, yeah. <laughs> Kai Kahele in Hawaii we'll, second. Yeah, hopefully we'll get him on the show soon, especially as things heat up. Yeah, yeah, I'll um, I'll mention it to him. I, I've actually mentioned it to him before, and um, and so yeah, I'd love to get him on here. It would be great. It's, it's nice to know famous people, isn't it? Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Blue Hawaii Podcast, yes. featuring Hawaii Delilah at Hawaii Delilah on Twitter. Find her on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. Uh, she is wonderful. She is lovely, Delilah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. You know, it's always a pleasure. You're my boys. You can have me anytime you want. I'm always happy to be on here. Um, and, and to anybody who's listening, Blue Hawaii Podcast, best podcast in Hawaii, one of the best in the country. Ooh. He asked her to say that. So. Uh, <laughs> Your check's in the mail. Uh, she's Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Until then. Uh, yep. Sounds good. Ciao. Aloha. Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii.